You wake up, get ready for work, fix a cup of coffee, or two or three, hop in your car, fight that traffic, drive those commuting miles, and start your busy day. Work all day? Of course. Then drive home. But you stay busy. Weekends too. Day after day. Year after year. How long do you have to keep doing this? When can you retire? Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors, wants to start planning your retirement today. His goal is to prepare people for a great retirement. You worked hard for this moment. Let Mike and his team give you confidence to enjoy your future. This is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. Here we are again, the start of another new year and the opportunity to get ahead of your financial strategy for 2023. So there are several deadlines that you need to remember throughout the year. We're going to hit the highlights so you can mark those on your calendar as sort of key retirement dates to remember for 2023. We are so glad you joined us today. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. Of course, I'm with Mike Stevens. This is Retire Right Radio. Mike is here every single weekend of the year because he's so passionate about helping you have a remarkable retirement. 801-210-5500. You can call Mike and his team for a complimentary appointment, 801-210-5500. And always remember, you can find us online. So much great information at CapitalWealth.com. That's CapitalWealth.com. And Mike, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Goodness sakes, we are we are here. We did it. Another new year. <laughs> I, f- I feel excited here to start this new year because I'm telling you, you look back over the last couple of years just with COVID, everything honestly seems like a blur to me. So this is going to be the start, boom, in my mind of, all right, 2023, normal. We're going uh, yep. forward. Reset, right? Reset. Reset. Okay. So I thought it would be really good to go over some key deadlines that we need to know about and put on oh. our calendar this year. Okay? Oh, heck yeah. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay. Is it okay if I share them? Please. please. Okay. Yeah. So on March 31st, um, we have a deadline for Medicare enrollment and uh, Medicare Advantage open enrollment period is from January 1st to March 31st. So you want to be aware of that. The Medicare Part A and Part B general enrollment period is also January 1st to March 31st. Now, April 1st, not April Fool's Day. Well, it is, but (laughs) here's the thing. The government says that's when your first RMDs are due. So it's not April 15th. That trips up a lot of people. And you don't want to mess that up because if you miss your RMDs, it's a 50% penalty. Largest penalty in the tax code. Don't Mm. miss that. Don't miss it. Nope. So when you turn 72, what happens is you have to start taking those required minimum distributions from your retirement accounts. It's the government's way of saying, hey, waited long enough. We're not waiting anymore. Give us some money and pay some taxes. We want our tax money. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of trippy for a lot of people, but remember that your first payment, you can wait until April 1st of the year following the year you take your first RMD. So if that's not clear as mud, well, welcome to government's uh, instruction manual for you. So (laughs) a lot of times people got questions. We got answers. So if you're confused about RMDs, reach out to us. We'd love doing them. They're simple for us and we'd love to walk you through it. So April 18th is tax day. So that's the deadline for our 2022 tax returns. Okay. And obviously most people look at April, or excuse me, October 15th, because that's the tax (laughs) day extension deadline. What that really means is that if you file for an extension on your federal income taxes, you can e-file your 2022 tax return by October 15th Mm. to avoid uh, late filing penalties. And they add up fast. So you want to make sure you got that. Wow. Yep. And then... It's going to carry us almost into 2024, but from October 15th 
to December 7th. That is the Medicare annual election period. So on December 31st, this, which is obviously the last day of 2023, uh, yeah. just, just remember that RMDs need to be taken by December 31st, 2023. Otherwise, if you don't do your RMDs, it's that 50% penalties. Also, Roth conversions, they have to be completed by December 31st. You can still put money into your Roth IRA for the current calendar year by April 15th the following year, which is confusing for a lot of people, but the conversions do need to be done by December 31st. And the same thing with charitable contributions. If you're going to uh, donate to church or charity or whatever, 501c3 nonprofit organization that you want to do, you have to do it by December 31st, which brings us to 2024. And we haven't really <laughs> even gotten through any of 2023 hardly yet. And yeah, start so. all over again. I That's don't know right. what that song right. is, but that, that was what comes to mind there. Yeah. Yes. So. There's Watch the, the ball count down and drop. Yep. And yep. And then it'll be 2024. Honestly, in a blink of an eye, it will be. There, there's really just like milestones that are so important for retirees. And it's kind of hard for retirees to enjoy their life and then remember, what do I have to do again? And that's the whole reason why you need to have a trusted financial yeah. professional that knows all of these calendar dates and that is not just reactive where you're calling in. Because that's what I find is a lot of people will tell us like, oh, nobody ever reached out to me. We had to call. Oh. No, 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 no. The advisor's job is to call and say, hey, we really need to get this done. And that's what we do for a lot of our clients. So if you feel like you're missing out on that, schedule a call with us, with our team, 801-210-5500. And when you talk to our team, here's what you're going to find out. It's all about you. We're going to ask questions to understand your background, what you know, moves you uh, regarding money, what your plans are, and how we can just help give you the best retirement possible. We are all about relationships, not transactions. The first step is, is that you got to reach out to us and give us a call. Yes. Uh, Capital Wealth Advisors, they are advisors who are committed to success for their clients. They participate in ongoing education. They're on top of things and they can take all these complex things, turn it into simple for you and explain it to you. So Definitely get some guidance and, and ask them to come alongside you. It is complimentary to see them that are offering a true path retirement plan. Okay. You can get this complimentary uh, just by calling 801-210-5500. They will be there for you through all of your questions that you have. Make sure you check them out on the website, capitalwealth.com. And you are listening to Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. So one of the dates we don't have on our calendar has to do with Social Security. And I bring that up because it's so important to really make sure that we make the right decisions about claiming our Social Security benefits. So tell us what we need to figure out there. Oh, because that's another government program. Uh, it's super <laughs> easy for anyone to understand, right? Uh-huh. Wrong. Wrong. Yeah. Hey, so if you're married and you're filing jointly with your tax return, Little fun fact is there's over 567 different filing combinations, Luann. No, oh my how goodness. How you can actually I, I apply mean, for why? your social security. Why so many, you know? Why? And I'll tell you, there's people that leave tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table. And it's because a lot of people don't really understand the program because who went to school to really understand social security? Heck, there's so many financial advisors that don't even understand how the program works. <laughs> and the reason for that is because no financial advisor that I know of, myself included, ever gets paid to manage Social Security. So think about that. If we're not getting paid to manage Social Security, how much time is really invested into understanding the program? I'll tell you this, though. Because we are so 
dead serious about retirement planning. We take a deep, deep dive and we do continuing education classes on social security and how it works. So we take basically all the question out of someone's mind where we uh, sit down with someone, we get their numbers, we do a complimentary social security analysis. And then we don't just say, all right, cool, send you on your merry way. Here's when you should take social security. We start overlapping things like tax planning with it. And Luen, you might be wondering, why is he talking about tax planning with social security planning, right? Uh-huh. So here's the reason why, is that if you're doing things like Roth conversions and you're taking your social security benefits, that could cause additional taxes on those social security benefits that maybe you didn't know about. So it's not all about how much cumulative money to take with social security. It's when is the right time because here it's fitting in with all of these other pieces of the puzzle. Mm. Aha. Very, very good. Okay. Love that. Now, what about doing some type of a review with any risks that we could have with our retirement savings? When when should we get that done? Always. Because I'll tell you this, Warren Buffett, I love this quote. He says, when the financial tide goes out, you see who's swimming naked. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, I'll tell you what happened. Let me give you a scenario. March of 2020, just before the pandemic hit, it was the fastest decline ever in U.S. stock history. So within one month, the stock market lost 34%. Okay, so what happens is, is people that have a ton of risk at that point that within one month just lost 34% of their portfolio, poof, gone. Wow. And a lot of people, unfortunately, that didn't have a plan, those are the people that panic and they sell and they go, oh my gosh, I got to sell because I don't know where the bottom is and I got to stop the loss. So that's probably the second worst thing that you could do because you're effectively locking those losses in. And thankfully, the market recovered, fastest recovery ever in US history. So if you look at it on a chart, you're seeing like completely down and completely up. That's called a Mm V-shape. And those don't happen very often. But here's what happens. Again, if you had too much risk and no plan and that happened, then chances are you probably lost a lot more money than what you needed to lose. So it's always a good time to assess risk. It's never a bad thing. We do this with our clients quarterly and we say, all right, has anything in your life changed? All right, cool. Here's how your accounts are invested. Do we need to know anything? No, all right, cool, then, then we're doing great. Or, hey, yeah, what about this? Would that make a difference? Absolutely, let's make an adjustment here. And then I always think about that. I think it's Confucius that said it, but um, <laughs> best time, no, maybe it wasn't Confucius. Some, so I don't know, it's awesome. Um, some adage that says, hey, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Yes, yeah. Second best time. Today. Yeah. Today, yeah, <laughs> always do that. Right, so then, uh, well, I know what you're gonna say now. If someone listening is like, I think I need to get a second opinion on what I've been doing, you know, with my retirement and planning. When should they do that? (laughs) Well, what do you think? Today. Today. (laughs) Do not wait. Second best time to plant that tree or to talk to the advisor is today. Whether that's with us or with that's with someone else, it's okay. I just want you to always be mindful of your risk tolerance. And, And here's the reason why, because let's just think about this for a second. If you lose money, in retirement, it is actually way more detrimental than making money. So mathematically, let me give you a really simple example. If you start with $1,000 and you lose 50%, then you're at $500. But if you make a 50% return on that $500, 
you're not back to the $1,000. 50% of the 500 is $250, which means your total is now $750. So Luann and listeners, anytime you lose money, it has a far greater impact. You have to double what the losses were just to get back to where you were before you lost. So the reason why 2008, for example, was so bad when the market was down about 40%, you needed an 80 plus percent rate of return just to get back to where you were before you lost. And that's what causes a lot of fear and anxiety for retirees is that when they see the markets going down and they feel helpless because there's no plan in place, then it, get, it gets really difficult to actually enjoy your retirement. And we want to stop that. You deserve to have an awesome retirement. You deserve to make memories. You deserve to enjoy your time and not stress about things like that. But in order to make that happen, you have to have a plan. So for the next five callers, I'm going to do this complimentary right now. I'm going to offer our True Path Retirement Plan completely complimentary, but you got to be one of the next five callers to give us a call. 801-210-5500. Take advantage of this offer because like Mike said, people without a plan tend to feel a little less confident about their future. So he's offering that help to you for this new year. We have to take a break, but we'll be right back with Retire Right Radio and Mike Stevens. At Capital Wealth Advisors, Mike Stevens puts his clients and their retirement needs first. His focus is on people, not products. No sales pitch, no hassle. To get started working with Mike, call 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Of all the questions you get asked every day, this is one you should not ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money. But do you have a plan to make sure you don't pay more than you should? It's confusing. It's complicated. It definitely is not fun. And that's why at Capital Wealth Advisors, we work to help make sure you are not paying more in taxes than your fair share. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. And right now, taxes are on sale. So call our team at Capital Wealth Advisors today before they potentially go up. 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Don't pay more in taxes than you have to. 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Mike Stevens, and you're listening to Retire Right Radio. I just want to wish you and your loved ones a very happy new year. Looking forward to having a fantastic year with you. we got some great shows and episodes in the works. Stay tuned. Happy new year from all of us at Capital Wealth Advisors. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today. This is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. Of course, Mike is founder and president at Capital Wealth Advisors. He is a trusted leader in the financial services field. So we're so happy to have you along today. If you think about it, four of the hardest words that we ever hear are, we need to talk, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's kind of your heart drops. Yeah. Your stomach sinks, you know, you're like, what? But you know what? Sometimes it's the best time to start a very serious conversation. Unfortunately, many families and couples put off having those tough conversations that they really need to have about planning their future together. So that's what we're going to go through today, talking about preparing for our future, 
um, you know, with an estate plan, legacy planning, all that. That's definitely a good thing. Right, Mike? Yeah, absolutely. This is some of the hardest conversations to have with people, but I feel like it's one of the most important things to have. When we lost my dad at 49 years old, uh, my mom had a portfolio, but she didn't have a plan. And I just saw firsthand how difficult, that's why I'm in the position that I'm in yeah. as an advisor. Yeah. I never thought that I'd be in this position, but having a plan can really make a, a big difference. Also, here's another example. I love shooting guns. So mm-hmm. one day when I pass away, hopefully, you know, I have uh, my children that are going to say, hey, you know, I want this gun. I want this gun. Maybe one of them is going to be like, nah, I don't really like shooting. So it's not important. Right. But what, what happens is, is that if you don't have these conversations while you're living, it can actually tear families up, which is one of the saddest things in the world. If you don't have a plan and you don't have that conversation right now and, and make you know, your wish is known and also find out what your loved ones and family, what they're after too. So Mike, let's go over some tips for just starting to have those tough family conversations about legacy and inheritance. You see this all the time, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I do. So one of the conversations that I feel like it's again, very tough and and difficult to do, but what we want to do is we want to prepare. So first take the time to think about what you're going to say, because you don't just want to go to your family and go, we need to talk. And everyone's like, okay, about what? And you're like, you got no direction. It's going to get messy at that point. So you definitely want to be prepared, you know, and kind of go into things like, hey, this is, you know, what your mom and I want, you know, for the kids. And this is our wishes. And we just want to get your feelings and and, uh, things on that too. And here's the other thing too, be positive. Like going into it with a negative attitude it's not going to help anyone. So you want to kind of put yourself in the other person's shoes and just envision the relationship or the solution that you'd like to have with that conversation, kind of play it out in your mind. And just remember, it's, it's positivity. It's not a sad thing. It's, it's better that we're having that conversation now. I always think set a time and a place, right? So mm-hmm. you're not, you know, disorganized. Um, and then hopefully, you know, you don't have too many disruptions that are yeah. interrupting an important conversation like that. Mm-hmm. I think one of the other things too that people could benefit from would be setting a time limit. So if you're just being respectful of everyone's time, it'll also prevent it from like dragging something out longer and and just showing people like, hey, this is what we want to talk about, but we want to respect your time. And, you know, you know, we're going to actually end on this time and it's okay to have different expectations. Some people are going to be really excited. Some people are not. You can work through that. One of the biggest things that I feel like doesn't happen is listening. And I think that it's, you know, a problem for everyone, not just for a meeting like this, but there's that saying, God gave you two ears and one mouth. Right. I love that saying. Yeah, I know. But how many of us actually listen as much as we should? I think probably a lot of problems could be resolved in the world if we just listened more. So just listen and empathize and then just, uh, you know, end the conversation gracefully. Don't abruptly end you know, I talked about that kind of set a time limit. Don't be like, all right, we're out of time. So uh, yeah. that's it. You, you don't get to chat anymore. Thank them and say, listen, I know that this has been a hard conversation for you to have. Um, but, you know, your mother and I or whoever, we're so grateful that we had this and we can continue on. Would this be helpful for you guys to have another visit? And, and really just make this a, a positive thing. It does not have to be a negative thing. And I would always say that you don't want to wait. Like, don't wait till you're 85 to have this conversation. Um, start sooner than later. Cause mm-hmm. again, we lost my dad at 49 years old. Right. And uh, obviously you don't want to talk to four-year-old kids about this. Right? <laughs> no. So there is a time and a place, but you know, don't wait, just have a positive conversation and 
and just communicate. So when it does come to actual estate and legacy planning, who should be involved? The spouse, children, in-laws, or just maybe just the closest? They, they could be, but here's the advice that I would always give. Start with your spouse, right? You don't want to <laughs> blindside your spouse and you're like, hey, we need to have a talk. And then everybody comes together and you're like, all right, we're divvying this up. And your spouse is like, um, should we talk about this one-on-one before we have this conversation with the children? So start with your spouse. And then I would say, go to the uh, children. And as far as professionals, once you all figure out where you're at, then loop in your CPA, loop in your financial advisor, loop in the estate planner and have them all talking to each other, right? Because you don't want your estate planner doing something and the CPA is thinking that they're doing something different. You want the left hand and the right hand to talk to each other. So I would just say, think of it like a circle, maybe like the, the dart, a dart board where the bullseye, right? That's your family. Yeah. And then start expanding from there, right? Start with your spouse and then go to your, your family. And then, you know, if you feel like you need to bring in, you know, additional family members outside, that's completely up to you. But then make sure you're bringing in your trusted financial professionals and that they are having that conversation. And you know what? Once that's done, you can make little tweaks and modifications as needed. But really what's going to happen is you're going to feel so much better that there's actually a plan in place. And thankfully, I am the only son in the family. So I got to inherit all of my dad's guns which was a blessing, <laughs> blessing to me, but yeah. I got, I got two sons right. and they both, oh, they yeah. both like to shoot. Right. So that's why I'm saying you have the conversation now. So no feelings are hurt. Okay. Legacy planning. That is all part of your process. Mike, yep. I know that you and your team address that with every retiree that comes through the door. They will not only help you retire well, but they will help you finish well. So and we, we also, sorry to interrupt, Luann, we don't do estate plans at the office, but we have trusted people, uh, estate attorneys that we've vetted um, mm-hmm. and people that we've actually, you know, kind of put through the ringers to make sure that they give a good positive experience. So if you don't have someone and you don't know where to start, still reach out to us and we'll point you in the right direction and help you out with that. 801-210-5500. That's the number to call to go in and see them. And it is a complimentary appointment. That would love to help guide you, put you on a true path retirement plan, which includes, uh, you know, all of these things, legacy planning, but then, of course, you know, um, income, investing and tax strategies and healthcare. All these things we talk about on our show, all those encompass a good retirement plan. And that's what they want for you. You're listening to Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors. I'm Luann Fulmer. So let's talk about then what the impact could be to your overall retirement plan if you do not have the proper estate planning documents in place, Mike. Well, there's several things to think about. One, again, we've been talking about like who, who gets what. The other thing too is I'm going to share with you kind of a, a personal story is I have a really close friend that's done really well in life financially. He's about 70 years old right now. Oh. And... Um, he created what was called an irrevocable trust. And what an irrevocable trust is, is that there's tax benefits that come along with it. And it means that you get to put as much money in as you want. And that's what this individual did. He was actually purchased his company by AT&T. So he made a lot of money and he put a lot of money into this irrevocable trust, just thinking this is going to be great. And I'm going to get tax benefits and doing it. And I'm going to set up my kids as the beneficiaries. At the time that he did this, his children were quite little. And unfortunately, one of his uh, uh, children actually became a drug addict. Oh, um, no. Very, very sad situation. Uh-huh. 
But the thing about an irrevocable trust is that you cannot unwind it. You cannot say, I'm just kidding. Oh. I don't want this child who, when they turn 30 years old, they're going to receive a whole lot of oh, money. No. So he feels horrible inside and doesn't know what to do because when this child turns 30, they are going to receive a lot of money. And they've been obviously financially very irresponsible. Right. And they've also um, turned their lives to drugs. And he feels like I just, this is like a death sentence to one of my children. Oh, dear. Super so duper sad. sad. But so this is why I'm saying is that like you don't want to make knee jerk reactions. And I'm not saying that he did anything wrong because nobody has a crystal ball. They couldn't have forecasted, but maybe there is a different way that he could have achieved similar results without, without doing what he did. And that's why I'm just saying... You don't make knee-jerk reactions. You talk, you get the best information possible, and then you just act on that best information possible that you get. But I think that having multiple opinions on things that are like money, it's just so important to have these conversations and, and interview different people and find out what different professionals think on things. So that's just an example. Or, or there's other things too, like, hey, here's another example. I had a client that came in just a few days ago and uh, not yet a client, they're coming on board because we had this conversation. They have millions of dollars and not all of our clients are in a position like that. These people have been very blessed. But what happened is, is that we had a conversation. I said, what do you guys want to do with this money? And they said, well, we want to leave it to our kids and our grandkids and bless them. And I said, yeah, that makes sense because clearly with how much you spend each month, there's no way you're going to spend down all of the retirement <laughs> assets that you've saved. And they said, absolutely. And they're like, we want to grow our money still and, and give them as much as possible. And I said, well, have you thought about tax planning? And they go, well, no, what do you mean by that? And I said, well, the SECURE Act of 2020 got rid of the stretch IRA for anyone that's not your spouse. So what that means is that you're going to leave all this money to kids and grandkids. And now the new rule says they can't stretch the taxes out over their lifetime. They're going to have to take all of their money out of those retirement accounts within 10 years and pay taxes on it. So really what we're doing is if they don't do that, it's a 50% penalty. It's the largest My penalty goodness. in the tax code right, right. plus the taxes. And yep. the question really comes down to are taxes going up in the future or are they going down? So these people, it was eye-opening for them to say, okay, if legacy planning is important to us, what do we need to do right now so we could get less money into the IRS, into the government's hands, and later more money into our family's life? So this is the whole thing is that we do not do estate plans for our clients. Attorneys do that and they draft the documents and they do really good. Our job is the planning and our team is exceptional at helping people plan these kind of plans and, and listening and figuring out what their goals are and then just having a plan to implement that. And that's really what retirement planning comes down to. Going back to losing my dad at 49, I wish that he would have had a plan but if you did, maybe I wouldn't be talking to you on the radio today, right? <laughs> right, yep. So there's a blessing, um, I think, in this, a silver lining. But listen, if you got questions about this, don't wait anymore. We lost my dad at 49. We're all standing in line waiting our turn. Can't skip ahead. You can't go to the back of the line. We don't know when our turn is that we'll be called you know, to leave this hearth. Mm -hmm. Let's get the planning done for you right now. Call us at 801-210-5500. And when you give us a call, we're going to do a complimentary visit just to see where you're at. Half of all women who become widowed in our country are under age 59. So what can women do to help make sure that they are financially prepared for whatever the future holds? That is next with Mike. You're listening to Retire Right Radio. We'll be right back. Are you worried about running out of money in retirement? 
Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors wants to guide you to and through retirement. Give him a call now at 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Hi, this is Mike Stevens, and you're listening to Retire Right Radio. I just want to wish you and your loved ones a very happy new year. Looking forward to having a fantastic year with you. we got some great shows and episodes in the works. Stay tuned. Happy new year from all of us at Capital Wealth Advisors. Hi, this is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. Now, Mike, we talk about this a lot. In fact, it even happened to your own mama. Half of all women who become widowed in our country are under the age of 59. That is so scary and sad. Yeah, it, it really is. And again, we never would have thought that we would have lost my dad unexpectedly at 49 years old. And my heart goes out to all those women that are in that same position because I watched what my mom went through, Luann, and mm. it was not an easy thing. So like just talking about the statistic and, and saying that's scary for sure. But actually seeing then what that means and having to live alone and not knowing where your income's coming from and not understanding things, it's, it's pretty hard. It's, it's a rough thing that my mom went through. And that's why I'm in the position that I'm at right now as an advisor is because mm-hmm. I stepped up to help my mom. And then I quickly realized that I love this industry and there's a lot of people that need help just like my mom. Right. Okay. So you are a perfect person to ask then. Tell us you know, what is it that women can do to make sure that they're going to be financially prepared for whatever the future holds? That's a great question. So my mom and dad had an awesome relationship and my mom was very trusting because my dad would say, hey, Susie, don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of all this for you. And he really had the best of intentions. My dad was such a good person Mm -hmm. and he always wanted to take care of my mom and my two sisters and myself. But I think he was just very busy. And then you always put off like, hey, I'm young. The, you know, yep. my, I'm, I'm going to live forever. Invincible. Kind of thing. Yeah. And unfortunately, we know that none of us are. And then we just were caught one day where unexpectedly he was taken too soon and uh, we didn't know what to do. So I would always encourage the spouse to have the conversation because a honey, don't worry about it plan is not a good plan. It's to first and foremost have a conversation with your spouse. And maybe you're not the financial person in the family. Maybe you're just like, this kind of confuses me or overwhelms me. That, that's not uncommon. There's a lot of people that in a husband-wife relationship, one person will handle the finances and someone will not worry about the finances. But if you want to understand and you want to feel peace of mind, then just say, hey, sweetheart, let's have a date night. And can you teach me a little bit about like, how this works or help me understand like the planning that you've done that heaven forbid something happened to you that I'm going to be okay, that the kids are going to be okay. Just to have that actual conversation, I think is first and foremost, it needs to be happening. The other part about that is that again, you don't have to go to like, uh, you know, finance school to understand things, but you want to make sure that you're that you have a relationship with your financial advisor because when my dad passed away my mom didn't know where to turn we didn't have a financial advisor they had a life insurance agent that sold them a life insurance policy that unfortunately lapsed three months before my dad passed away so you want to talk about adding salt to the uh to the injury um that was not good but my mom like she couldn't call this individual because he had retired and Mm -hmm. he moved down to laredo mexico and that's where his retirement was 
So she didn't have anyone that she could call. So I guess having a relationship with an advisor and just saying, listen, I don't understand everything about finances and that's okay. I don't need to learn everything about finances. I just need to know that you financial advisor, that you got my back, that you're not retiring soon, that, that you're going to be there for me in case my loved one steps out of this earth. So I would just say, have a conversation and then have a relationship with someone that can help you out. And that's why at our firms, we're very selective about the amount of clients that we bring on. For us, it's all about relationships, not transactions. We're purposely the size that we are because we want to celebrate with our clients. We want to cry with them. We want to laugh mm-hmm. with them. We just want to be there. We don't want them to be just another number when they call a call center, Luann, and, yes. and get a different person each time. That's not mm-hmm. a good relationship. No, I love that, that you truly care about all of your retirees that you help. Yeah. So one thing I want to ask you, though, is tell us how legacy planning is a little bit different from income planning when you're talking about the spouse or, or your partner after you're gone. Yeah. Well, legacy planning is obviously leaving money to family, to church, community, like whatever. Um, and then income planning is just making sure that you'll have the income that you want for the rest of your life. And, you know, things change again, like if I, um, and I hope this would never happen to me, but if I lost my wife when we were in our seventies, then I'm probably not going to be traveling as much, um, because those are the things that my wife and I want to do together. So maybe things shift from, instead of Mike traveling solo, it becomes Mike spending more time with kids and with grandkids. And so do you see how like the perspective changes a little bit? And it's, it's kind of sad, but you do have to look at perspective. And with the plan, it has to be fluid. And that's the point is like, you don't pay someone to do a plan and then you put it on the shelf and then the plan just sits on the shelf collecting dust. The plan needs to be something that's ever evolving. When your life changes, the plan changes. And that's what the important thing is about income planning. But then going back to legacy planning, maybe your priority is like, hey, you know what? Grandma wanted to leave you a lot of money to make sure that you don't have to worry about paying for your student loan debt or whatever. Mm. That's, that's legacy planning right there. And right. again, those priorities change as well. And I've also noticed they've changed for our clients. You know, we have people that back when they're in their seventies, they're like, I'm not going to leave my kids any money. They, they're blessed. They've, they've done a good job in life. And then, you know, 10 years goes by and those same people are like, you know what? Actually, I want to leave my grandkids money. So again, the plan changes and it needs to be fluid. (laughs) Obviously, it's unlikely that both of you are going to pass away at the same time. So how do you help ensure that your spouse is going to have enough to live on? What are some things you guys do? And that goes back to the income planning, because what a lot of people don't realize is that when you, um, and hopefully you've done your social security correctly, hopefully both of you are getting a social security benefit, even if one of you was uh, a stay home a parent and mm-hmm. you don't have a social security, please realize that you can get what's called the spousal benefit and you can get um, social security benefits based on the spouse that was working. It's so sad, but I've actually seen people that have come in and they've not even received that, that income from social security because they said, no, I, I didn't work as my spouse oh. that did. And I said, no, 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 no. We, we need to do what's called a spousal benefit for you for the social security. And we've helped a lot of people get those benefits that they wouldn't have even known about. But what happens is is that when you lose a spouse, what a lot of people don't realize is you don't continue to get your spouse's social security benefits. You will step up into the higher or you'll retain it if you are the higher social security income earner. 
and then one of the benefits will go away. So think about this, your income, if it's a lot of it is social security, you're going to lose one of the income sources when a spouse passes away. The other thing too, that not a lot of people think about Luann mm -hmm. is that now you're not married filing jointly on your tax return. You're a single filer. Right. And unfortunately, single filers have the worst, the highest rate in the tax code. And I don't know why that is. I don't think it's fair. I think it's hard enough to be single and, and have one income source coming in. But if you look at a tax table, married filing jointly is the best rate in the tax code and single filer, unfortunately, hmm. is the worst rate in the tax code. So you lose a spouse, you have the emotional loss, you don't have that income from social security coming in anymore. Now you're a single filer. You gotta be mindful of these kind of things. And what we do is we, reverse engineer our true path retirement plan and we always plan for the worst but hope for the best and we say okay listen we want to pretend that you're both going to live till age 100 and just like the notebook movie you're going to hold hands and you're going to pass away together <laughs> peacefully in your right. sleep but but if it doesn't happen here's what these scenarios will look like and it's modeling these scenarios in clear easy to understand plain english where people get it and they're not like their head feels like oatmeal trying to look at all mm. these charts and numbers. It's right. simple. And they understand the plan. That's how people go into retirement, knowing that they can spend this amount of money with inflation, with taxes, with rising healthcare costs, and still be okay. It's having that plan that makes a difference. So a lot of times people go, I don't have a plan. I need a plan like that. Or hey, I have a plan, it's outdated, I paid for it. It's been one of those ones sitting up on the shelf. What do I do? It's simple. Just start by calling us at 801-210-5500. Let's get together. Let's have a complimentary visit with myself or a member of our team. And let's talk about where you're at and figure out what your plan needs to be to give you the best retirement that you've always wanted. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're listening to Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. One more quick question for you, Mike. If you have a life insurance policy, is that going to be enough to make sure your family will be provided for if you're gone? Depends. I mean, is are we talking about a life insurance policy that you got for free because you have an American Express credit card and they give you a $10,000 <laughs> benefit? Probably not, right? Flip side of the coin, we've seen people that have come into the office that have way, way too much life insurance. Mm. And they, they're just getting crushed by making these premium payments. And they're like, the account's not really doing what the advisor told us it was going to do 20 years ago. Is it worth keeping these policies? And again, it depends. And then also, there's a lot of brand new policies, Luann, that have long-term care riders built in, typically at no extra cost. Now, they don't all have these, but what the, it's pretty cool. It's Things have evolved, like how your cell phone was different 10 years ago than what it is now. Yeah. There's a lot of life insurance policies that are different now than what they were 10 years ago. So let me give you an example. We just did a policy for an individual the other day where they got a free rider, which means that um, it's an added bonus and there's no extra cost for it. If the doctor office says that they can't do two of the six activities of a living, they can't feed themselves, can't bathe themselves, they can't go to the bathroom, they can't get around on their own. By the way, my wife says I'm qualified because she feeds me and dresses me. So apparently <laughs> oh, I'm already there, right? <laughs> or if you have like severe cognitive impairment, Alzheimer's or dementia, what you're allowed to do is you can accelerate your death benefit on this life insurance policy while you're living for no extra cost. Now, again, they're not all like that. 
life insurance is like shopping for a car. You got different models and companies and features and stuff. But this product that we did for this one individual said that if they couldn't do two of the six activities of daily living or had severe cognitive impairment, they could pull from their life insurance death benefit for long-term care. And it's just things like that that you want to be current on because you can actually take those old policies and replace them for those new policies. And sometimes it's completely tax-free and there's no penalties, but you got to talk to a trusted professional to help you understand. So those are questions that people have, and maybe you don't have a life insurance policy yet. Maybe you have one that's got too, you're paying way too much for, but you got questions. We're here for you. Call us at 801-210-5500. Let us do a complimentary analysis for you just to see where you're at. You're listening to Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens, and we are not done yet. We'll be right back with the rest of our show. Mike Stevens wants to make sure you're not paying too much in taxes to Uncle Sam. Download his tax guide at retireutah.com today. That's retireutah.com. Is a 35% drop in the market enough for you to take a serious look at your retirement plan? It hasn't happened recently, but it has happened before, and it can happen again. If you knew this drop was coming, what changes would you make to your financial plan? Mike Stevens and his team at Capital Wealth Advisors want to help you plan before the next market crash. Call 801-210-5500 today and set up an appointment. Even if you currently have a financial advisor, this might be a good time to get a second opinion. Don't wait any longer. Capital Wealth Advisors has seen the market crash before and knows the damage it could cause to your plan. Call Mike and his team now, 801-210-5500, and schedule an appointment. Don't go it alone. Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors are ready to help. Call 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Hi, this is Mike Stevens, and you're listening to Retire Right Radio. I just want to wish you and your loved ones a very happy new year. Looking forward to having a fantastic year with you. we got some great shows and episodes in the works. Stay tuned. Happy new year from all of us at Capital Wealth Advisors. Hi, this is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. And at Capital Wealth Advisors, they focus on retirement. They can help you design that customized plan of action for all your years you might be spending in retirement. We don't really know, right? You don't know, so you have to make sure that you have a plan. And they call that the True Path Plan. They want to help you with your retirement. The phone number today on our show, 801-210-5500. So, all right, Mike, we know you get questions all the time when people find out what you do. <laughs> so they yeah. want to know, oh, what's the latest thing in you know investing that I need to know Are about? Are you stressed out about the stock market? Yeah. And then I go... No, not at all. No. Are you? And, and they're here, like, yeah. what? And you go, How and are here's you why. And here's why, right? And, and then I've explain. opened Pandora's box because go. it's like, all right, well, let's talk for the next hour. I love doing this stuff. So who am I kidding? I, I like know it. you do, right? You love yeah, that probably I to do. get stuck in a corner with someone talking about all that <laughs> rather than, you know, anything else. <laughs> I ride the elevator just hoping that people will ask me questions. <laughs> I'm glad I'm you asked me that. All <laughs> right. Well, let's get into our retire right mailbag. Okay. Here's the first question for you. This is from Tammy. And Tammy says, my husband has been laid off after 27 years of factory oh. work. We had a good amount of money saved in our emergency fund, so we didn't need to panic immediately. 
I think mm-hmm. we're fine financially if he does retire, but I don't think it will be mentally right for him right now. Who should we mm-hmm. talk to? Me. <laughs> um, hey, Tammy, first off, I'm sorry for that, um, you know, being laid off. That's probably not an easy thing for your husband. I think that a lot of people psychologically, um, they identify with who they are based on on their job. And that's actually, Luann, for retirees, it's hard because it, it's like you leave your job, you feel like you're giving up your identity. And I think that that's where Tammy's going with that is that she doesn't feel like it would be mentally the right choice. Maybe Tammy's husband absolutely loves the work that he does. And he's like, okay, well, this kind of sucks. I got laid off, but Mm -hmm. I really like what I do. And that's the thing too, is that there's a lot of times that we saw during the pandemic, people were forced to retire sooner than what they wanted to. So Tammy, first off, let me commend you for one, having um, a good amount of emergency savings. That's an awesome thing. And that's what gave you that clarity and peace of mind. You said, I think we're fine financially if he retires. Maybe your husband is thinking differently. Maybe he's thinking, I can't retire because we're not going to be able to make it. So mentally, that's not good for him. That would cause a lot of stress on him and maybe even stress on yourself. Sitting down with a financial professional, and I am biased. That's why I did say me, Mm -hmm. but sitting down with a financial professional and going through a true plan. And having a plan where there is no stones left unturned, like none of this fluff garbage, like, well, if you make an 8.1% rate of return and you're pulling out this much money, you'll be fine. No, sorry. You have to have a tax plan. You have to have an inflation plan. You have to have a Medicare, like long-term care type plan. And that's when you're going to see you and your husband feel really good. And here's the coolest part, Tammy, is that sometimes people financially are free And they can retire, but they choose not to retire because they love what they do. So if you get that box checked off where you're saying, all right, financially, he could retire. And we're both rock solid knowing that that's true. Then guess what? If he wants to retire, all the power to him. If he wants to keep working because he loves it, then way to go. Make that happen. But great job, Tammy, saving for emergency funds. And again, yeah. if you want to if you want to chat, give us a call. I love it. Okay, uh, here's another one. We're reaching into our retire right mailbag today. This is from Bryce. Bryce says, "Mike, I inherited an IRA from my father a few months ago, but I don't know what to do with it. Where do I start?" Ooh, okay. So, uh, sorry, Bryce, for the loss of your your dad. That's why you have an inherited IRA, obviously. The important thing for anyone that has an inherited IRA, you have to realize that you have to pay taxes on that. And I don't know how old your father was when he passed away, but chances are that he was doing required minimum distributions. And it doesn't matter your age, Bryce, you're going to have to do required minimum distributions as well. So what a required minimum distribution is, is the IRS is saying, hey, you know what? Um, This account has been tax deferred for way too long. So we are going to require you to take out a certain amount of money and pay taxes on that right now. And maybe you're saying, well, I I don't want to take out any money of the IRA, Mike. The IRS is going to say, Bryce, we're sorry, too bad. You have to. And as a matter of fact, if you don't do a required minimum distribution, it's actually the largest penalty in the tax code, Bryce. It's a 50% penalty. Yep. Five zero. So yeah, highest penalty in the tax code plus the taxes. So it's not one that you want to mess around with. So Bryce, if you're not yet working with a financial professional, seek a really good one out, sit down with them, show them, hey, here's my inherited IRA. 
let's talk about required minimum distributions first. So like leave everything on the table in terms of how it's invested or anything like that. Have an actual game plan strategy about how much you should take out. And I don't know how old you are, Bryce, but there's things, you know, maybe that that's eligible for you to do where you could uh, do some tax kind of strategies. You know, you want to maybe talk to a tax professional as well. Leave the investment talk off the table, Bryce. Figure out the RMDs, figure out the tax situation. Once you know exactly where that's going to take you, then figure out what you want to do with the money. Do you want to take out the money and start making some memories with it? Do you want to invest it? And that's when you start going into what it means to financially invest it. So again, Bryce, really sorry about the loss of your dad. Really special though, that he was able to save money and hopefully that's able to bless you and and Mm -hmm. your loved one's life. Exactly. Yeah, that's so true. You said it very well. 801-210-5500. That's the number to call if you want to go in and and uh, talk to Mike. Maybe you have your own question. 801-210-5500. I should say Mike and his team. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Retire Right Radio. I'm Luann Fulmer. We're digging into the Retire Right Radio mailbag. And here's another one for you, Mike. This is from Andrew. Andrew asks, is it wrong to not want to leave an inheritance for our kids? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this is cracking me up. Um, they seem to argue all the time over everything, even as adults. Nothing ever seems fair enough. Plus, we paid for braces. We paid for college, cars, and all the weddings. I feel like Jeez. that should be enough. Oh, this is an angry Andrew. father. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I should be in that family. That'd be sweet, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and Andrew, I hope it's not you and your significant other that's, uh, that's arguing over it. I think that what you mean by that is it's the kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's my opinion, okay? And probably the kids are going to be like, don't ever talk to that guy again. <laughs> but my opinion, Andrew, is that you and your significant other have worked hard and you've saved for retirement. And now it's time for you guys to actually enjoy your lifestyle. So what I want you to do is spend according to what you guys want to do. And then if there's money left over when you pass away, great. And if there's not, then too bad, so sad. And the reality is, is that the kids are going to get the home at a minimum, right? Maybe got other, other assets. So you will actually be leaving them something, right? Because they're going to have to sell the home. They're going to they're get income from you know, they're going to get money from that. But the whole thing is, Andrew, is it breaks my heart when I have someone come into the office and I see them sacrifice for 20, 30 years, get retired. And then now all of a sudden they're sacrificing again. And they're like, Hey, I can't take my sweetheart out to dinner and a movie because, you know, we we're living on a very limited Mm -hmm. budget Mm -hmm. because we have to give so much money to our kids. The reality is, Andrew, is I think that you're already nice enough paying for braces, college cars, weddings. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't bless the lives of other people, but you shouldn't feel obligated to do it. Now, one last thing too. Leaving money is an interesting thing. What I've found is that most people would prefer grandma and grandpa to take that money or mom and dad and take that money and spend it on family while they're living, making memories. That's good. Because yeah, because the thing is, is like that money just, you know, you give it to them and, you know, they do what, whatever they want. However, money should equal memories. So, Andrew, if you want to take the entire family to Disneyland or Alaska Cruise or whatever it is, I promise you, kids and grandkids and whoever, they're going to appreciate the memories far greater than just leaving them money and then 
walking out to the other other side of the veil, right? Leaving exactly. the surf. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So that that's kind of my opinion, okay. Andrew. But Love here's that. the deal: if you and your wife are fighting on that, I am not a marriage counselor, so I can't uh, <laughs> can't <laughs> force funny. you guys. Yeah. But maybe Sounds... that's some good sound advice for you and any listeners. Right. And let's hope the kids don't argue on those vacations that they take together. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. You argue, you're not coming yeah. on the next. You don't one. get to come. So everybody, no. Be on your best yeah. behavior. Okay, here's our last question. Uh, this is from Denise. Ooh, okay. What are some good resources to help me learn more about my options for Social Security? Oh, hey, Denise. Well, good news is we are actually Social Security experts. Mm. So I would say us. But here's the crazy thing that most people don't realize about Social Security. I don't know if you're married, Denise, or if you're single. Uh, either way, it doesn't matter. But let me just tell you, married filing jointly, there's over 567 different filing combinations. Hmm. For claiming your social security benefits. Yeah, yeah. It's not not just one or the other. So don't just listen to your colleague at work how they're saying, this is how we're going to do it. It's probably not right for you. And same thing for all the listeners. Part two of that is you don't want to just look at social security in an isolated vacuum. You want to look at it from a tax standpoint. So let me give you an example. If you take your social security and you're still working, you might have to give back some of those benefits. It just depends if you're younger than your full retirement age or over your full retirement age. But the thing is, is if you're taking your social security benefits and now you're taking money out of your IRAs, you could be taking too much money out of your IRAs, causing you to actually increase taxes uh, for yourself, which essentially is giving back some of that social security money. So what I'm trying to say is social security is a complex, confusing animal but not many people realize just truly how complex it is. I would say that you want to sit down with an advisor who understands Social Security inside and out. And you might say, um, well, hey, this advisor you know, at, at my firm, he probably understands Social Security. Maybe, but maybe not. Because here's the thing, no financial advisor ever will get paid to help manage your Social Security benefits. So what that means, Denise, is there are advisors that don't have a clue about how the program works. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they just blow smoke and say, hey, yeah, take it when you're 70 or take it at this age, right? Like you should kind of hold their feet to the fire and say, why? Show me why. I know there's so many different combinations. Show me why this is the best situation for me. And again, Denise, I, I always say I'm very biased. So we are experts. If you want our help, reach out to us and give us a call. And I think that we're kind of out of time well, with our mailbag. We and are I, done. Yeah. Yeah. It goes by too fast. That's always, always my favorite segment. Yeah. But I just want to thank our listeners for listening to Retire Right Radio today. Everybody, please remember that accumulating assets is just one step of the journey. But really enjoying the retirement of your dreams, it's our goal. So if you have questions about your financial journey, give us a call. 801-210-5500. We'll be back with more retirement guidance next week. Capital Wealth Advisors is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Insurance services offered through CWA Insurance Services, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issue 
issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Capital Wealth Advisors is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the United States government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein, provided by third parties, have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Capital Wealth Advisors. This radio show is a paid placement.